1: I like the Bible, and uh, this is the Amanda Steel show. It is. It is. How was your weekend?
2: It was good. It was a good weekend. Um, I went out to a brunch with a friend at a black-owned business.
1: Oh wow! L A. Okay.
2: And it was, it was good, you know. The food was a 7 out of 10. Mm. But they play R&B music, which I like. Because, you know, sometimes these brunches get a little...
1: Ratchety ratchet.
2: I'm like, I don't want to hear that in the morning. No. But a good r and I said, okay, we yes, can do this. we, we can do love this. a good R&B. Yeah, so that was my weekend. And, you know, I actually was able to clean my house, Ooh. which is always a good... Sometimes like just recleaning your house, like it helps like reset. Absolutely,
1: your brain. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Absolutely. like, I
2: need to wash these dishes, sweep these flows. removing like these- the clutter. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's how my weekend was. How was your weekend?
1: Oh, my weekend was very annoying. <laughs> uh, um, nonetheless, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here. I'm wearing pink because I went to go see uh, Barbie, but I will not be discussing it because <laughs> I'm on strike. <laughs>
2: So that's, that's, those are your thoughts Those, those are my are, thoughts Those are your thoughts
1: Those are my thoughts uh, Today is International Self-Care Day
2: mm, Okay
1: Self-Care Day uh, You know, pro- promote self-care as a vital foundation of health mm. Give me one thing you do for self-care
2: Watch old television shows
1: Okay, nice
2: Or like right now I'm watching Project Runway Which is a show that I like to watch Because it doesn't require me to think It's true But it's still like Engaging Engaging and interactive Make it work Make it work some of, them, some of them ain't work hard enough though no. On some of these gowns No. What about you? What's one thing you do for self-care?
1: Uh, I don't stay places that I don't want to be
2: That's good That's I good. have
1: really committed to that mm-hmm. I will, and that means like I will leave a state <laughs> If I don't want to be there,
2: that's good. Some people, it's, some people know that in theory, but in practice, it's like
1: I used to be the in theory, okay. And now, as an adult, 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 I'd be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. And even if it's expensive, I'm like, you're gonna have to make this up later. You know, maybe you're gonna have to eat, you know, <laughs> eat at home for a few weeks and, and get and get this back. But yeah, nah, I don't stay places I don't want to be.
2: That's lovely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, going to adopt that.
1: It feels also very like. Yes, I'm taking charge of my life.
2: I'm in a car.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm in an Uber. I'm on a plane. I'm in the air. I'm home. I feel that. All right, well... Uh, later today, we got more stuff coming up for you because we have, of course, a whole show. What mm-hmm. are we gonna, what are we gonna, what are we gonna be talking about for the people? We're gonna talk about
2: New York State or New York City. They're gonna they're agreeing to pay thirteen million dollars, or nearly ten k, for each protester beaten and arrested during the twenty twenty BLM. Did you say beated? beaten? <laughs>
1: beaten. 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 it.
2: Beat it. Beaten. Um, and arrested during the 2020 Black Lives Matter demonstrations. <laughs> also, we got to talk about just hilarious <laughs> and her th- her just many thoughts about trans women and cisgender women. For- I think thoughts is a strong <laughs> word in this case. <laughs> um, a very invalid opinion, maybe. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about that. and yeah. a big up letdown. We have to get, we have to do as well. But this hour we're gonna do 60 second headlines. We're gonna talk about Jamie Foxx and his first statement Yay! since being um, hospitalized. Plus, we got to talk about this controversy around the Black History curriculum in Florida.
1: We got a lot to talk about. It's gonna be a very full day, so don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here. Remember, you can hit us up, one Amanda 8 That's one 855 262 6328 And you can also follow us on the YouTubes and the Instagrams at Seals Set It. Mm-hmm. We actually like be posting videos from here on YouTube. Yeah. One of them has over 17,000 views. So the algorithm is rocking with us, and you should too. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal's show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Show you
2: all I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jerem, I like the Bible. And we gotta
1: hop into some Black News on this Monday. What are we talking
2: about? Let's talk about the so-called Florida governor, Rhonda DeSantis and the Florida Education Department because they've ignited controversy around their new Black History curriculum. So the Board of Education voted Amanda unanimously. Unanimously unanimously to approve new social media st- social <laughs> study standards um, for teaching African American history in K through 12 classes. The new curriculum includes not requiring elementary and middle school students to learn anything about African-American history past reconstruction era, era, which means they will not learn about Jim Crow or the civil rights era. So MLK, Rosa Parks, Emmett Hill, none of it. Um, Also in middle school curriculum, they have instructed that they have to display how slaves develop skills in which in some instances, could be applied for their personal benefit.
1: I'm fighting the air right now.
2: <laughs> um, since this <laughs> has been uh, released, a group of 11 organizations, at least, including the NAACP, the Florida Teachers Union, have sent an open letter in opposition to the new curriculum and that purposely omits and rewrites key historical facts about the Black experience.
1: You know what I'm tired of? What? Strongly worded letters. <laughs> I don't think that's effective mm-hmm. at this point in challenging this. Mm-hmm. There needs to either be a full-on strike...
2: From the teachers,
1: yes, okay, uh, and boycott. And I actually do believe that the teachers would be able to get financial support. Like I, like I, for one, if the teachers went on a strike, I would absolutely donate mm-hmm. to that strike mm-hmm. in in the support of them not being in the classroom for this type of BS. Uh, there really is a concerted effort being made that is violent, mm-hmm. uh, and I say that because the effort to er- the effort of erasure is being made to make it easier to commit violence against Black folk without any level of legislative uh, repercussions, Mm -hmm. criminality, et cetera. All of these things end up working together. And we start with the kids. When we start with the kids and we try to make it so that the children, not even try, when we start with the kids and there's an effort made for the children to not look at people as people, Mm -hmm. that's a decisive effort of harm. And it's really scary to me how... Easily, he seems to be able to continue to do this without any real pushback beyond people on a mic at um, the school board meetings. Mm. And I'm just wondering, like, when do we get in the streets? When does Florida get in the streets? But it, but Florida, like, will get in the streets because Florida, I, I'm from Florida. And there's this too many people that just don't seem to really care or see how far this goes mm-hmm. beyond these like individual things that are happening.
2: Well, we talk about how government is multiple levers. It's like multiple things have to be in alignment for things to go through. So in this case, you had Ron DeSantis with his antics, but then you have a school board who's elected by the people to. Who-
1: well, yes and no, because right. he has appointed people to the right, school board. Right,
2: right, right. Um, but they unanimously voted unanimously voted for this thing, this bill, which makes me look at the school board too even Because sometimes I look at just like Ron Santos is like this. But DeSantis minor. has
1: put these people in place.
2: But they still have to like go through with it. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, but that's why they're there because right. they're going to go through with it. He has a, a black woman on there who we will play in politics and say the dar- dar- darndest things. Uh, you know, I went to school in Florida. Mm. I went to school from third grade to my senior year And it just dawned on me when I watched a video on a a masterclass video of Kimberly Crenshaw talking about the Reconstruction era that I'd never learned about the Reconstruction era. I have a whole master's in African American studies and I didn't truly understand that the Reconstruction era was a time in this country after the Civil War where they weren't just simply rebuilding infrastructure and Mm -hmm. cities. They were trying to reimagine what the Constitution needs to look like by adding amendments based on what has just taken place in the Civil War. How do we advance the Constitution to the world that we're in now where black people are free? How do we create equality, et cetera? And the Supreme Court, just as they are doing now, did everything in their power to undermine Congress and their move to do that. Mm. And thus it got us into Jim Crow. I never heard none of that when I was in school. Reconstruction was probably half a page of a paragraph with a, with a and, and there was an illustration for the top of the page.
2: Right. So I had to Google. Like I was curious. Like who was actually the president during Reconstruction? So it was actually President Andrew Johnson. Yes. Now, Andrew Johnson. That's the that he's also the president who overturned like the forty acres and forty acres in the mule. Correct. Um. That. Lincoln had promised the yes. slaves, um, so he took all that back. So even when I think about that, I, I, I learned that recently though. Me too. In like a documentary or something <laughs> hey, I was watching. Me too. Watching. So probably the same documentary. Probably the same one. Um. So to so your point, like there's so much history omitted. So the fact that they're even like omitting more, it's like at this point, what are we learned? What do we? What are we? What are we doing? We just in here hanging out.
1: Well, we're not in here hanging out. We're doing our best to try to share and give information, but you're also gonna to have to change your thoughts as a parent mm-hmm. uh, and just as an individual on how you get your information. We're gonna talk more about that on Thursday yeah. in the group chat, but wanna definitely hear from you one 855 Amanda 8 That's one 855 262 6328 How do you feel about these new laws being passed for how teaching should happen in the Florida schools? I'm gonna talk a little bit about a little bit more about it when we get back before we get into the second Black Earrate News story. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up Hey y'all, it's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm
2: Jeremiah like the Bible.
1: And um okay, so we were talking in the last break about these new uh, laws going into effect in Florida, Florida. about teaching around black history. Mm-hmm. And we know that Ron DeSantis has been on his, like, no woke, don't say gay, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, all types of BS. But the latest and greatest is that he has put forth something that says basically that the children in um, elementary school should not learn about anything after sl- Reconstruction. Elementary and, middle. elementary and middle shouldn't learn about anything after con- Reconstruction. That uh, if kids are learning about slavery, they need to learn that slaves also learned skills that personally benefited them bonkers and the other one was that in speaking about race riots or uh mm. like the okoi race massacre that it should also include acts of violence that were committed by black people during these times right right
2: which is y'all just <laughs> this I, even though we know this is real it's like y'all really sat in a room wrote this on a sheet of paper submitted it voted on it
1: because the hatred is so deep and I don't think any of us are truly understanding who we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I don't really, really believe it because I think a lot of us, we're not even dealing with these people like in person. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're a little bit separate from like this level of hatred, but it's 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 real. It's deep. And it means that you all have to get real and get. Really involved in making sure that you are teaching yourselves and teaching children. And we're going to talk more about this on Thursday during the group chat, but the ways in which you can make sure that you are continuing to challenge this just at home outside of just the reality of like there needs to be a resistance put in place. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the next Black Earth news story. Well,
2: we're gonna sh- shift gears on this one because um, Jamie Foxx is doing a lot better. Amanda, people were I'm like, "I'm so happy." People were waiting for him to say something. Yeah, he finally said something, y'all. He had this to say.
3: I didn't want you to see me with uh with tubes uh running out of me and and trying to figure out uh, if if I was gonna make it through. And to be honest with you, my, uh, my sister Deidre Dixon, my daughter Corinne Marie, saved my life. So uh, to them, to God, to a lot of great medical people, uh, I'm able to leave you this uh, video. I love everybody and I love all of the love that I got. And man, you know, I know they talk about people crying on videos. You know, you can do take two, but I'm not going to do a take two. This It is what it is. And if you see me out uh, from now on and every once in a while, I just burst into tears is because um, it's been tough, man. I was sick, man. But now I got my legs out, uh, under me. So you're going to see me out.
1: Listen, I don't know what really went down but I'm just glad that he's back
2: up. I am too, I am too.
1: I just also love that his family, like they held him down, bro. Like we do not know what happened with this man.
2: (laughs) Family, uh, team, the medical people, no leaks from the hospital.
1: I love it
2: because, you know, people love to uh, risk
1: their, yeah. their
2: license trying to figure out what happened and leak it to the internet.
1: Leak it to the t- to the TMZs. Mm-hmm. No, this is really impressive that, I mean, there's a, m- a number of things we could say, but I just wanted to point out that we shouldn't know his personal Mm. business when it comes to the medical side of things. I think oftentimes there's this expectation with celebrities that we should need to know that, but it's like celebrities should be protected by HIPAA in the same way everybody else. And, you know, when he's ready, I'm sure we'll hear about it, but ultimately the most important thing is that he is back and conscious and I think there's uh, you know, I could see that he's being very thoughtful with his words. Mm. Um... I can't imagine he the, the, the way he described what he went through, he was like, I mean, I went to hell and back. It's right. just like, what happened, bruh?
2: But that's also why I'm like for the internet, a lot of it is just like fodder. Like, yeah. oh They just right. wanna know. But like, like this is his real life, his family's real life. Please. And I think um <laughs> please say that. I mean, I think anybody who has had a family member or someone close to them like experience any type of medical situation, you know how like serious that can be, where it's like you you're just have to you're out there okay whether it's like a surgery, whether it's an accident, whatever happens. Once they get through that thing, you like half they're okay versus all of this like, oh, it's a clone. Why is he outside? Like all this just like internet stuff that get on my nerves. It's like the man is the man is alive because <laughs> two weeks ago, y'all was like, he, I, want, I want him to stay alive. I want him to stay alive. Now he alive. And that was just
1: jokes. Now it's they clone Tyrone. <laughs> I literally saw people in the comments like, have you seen they, Cl- they clone Tyrone? It's the same thing. I'm like, oh my God. Like, why are y'all like this?
2: Go outside, y'all. Touch the grass Breathe in some fresh air Reset your cranium
1: Yeah It's good for you (laughs) It's good for you Do it for yourself Do it for yourself Well we are really happy To see Jamie Foxx back And we're gonna be right back Right here to the Amanda Seal show So don't move The Amanda Seal show We up We up We up
4: Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba.
1: Hey there. It's the Manaceal Show. I'm Seal.
4: I'm Jeremiah, like the
2: Bible.
1: And uh, it's time for a little group chat combo.
2: Yes, it is. So Amanda, <laughs> a group of friends went viral when they got together to celebrate a birthday. Everyone ordered food and drinks, and when the, so the bill came, it totaled forty six hundred dollars. Um, the birthday girl expected everyone to split the bill evenly. She told her friends, "If we come together, we split the bill." Take a listen at some of their exchange when the bill came. I'm only paying for what's on the check. I'm not splitting the bill, Charlie. That's crazy. You expect us to split the bill? You- you got lamb chop. you got Look at all that, look at what got. And they talking you about know, you for know, together. You know. no, this definitely in the South. I heard shoddy. Oh yeah, yeah. Below the Mason. <laughs> it just
1: sounds tacky.
2: That's what it sounds like to me. How do you handle paying the bill, Amanda? You go out with friends and eat and have festivities.
1: So here's the thing. One, um, Not everybody's in the same financial situation, Mm -hmm. right? So there's a consciousness that has to be made about that, even when you're deciding where y'all going to eat. And who's coming. And who's coming. Mm -hmm. And you have to decide yourself, like, if I'm coming, how can I, like make sure that I'm not like left out in the cold. Mm-hmm. I think there's also just a reality that there needs to be a clear expectation of like what is gonna be done at the end with the bill before yes. we even get there. Because then that lets me know if we split in the bill, maybe I can't go. Right. But if right. we're paying for our own individual things and I can have me a little salad mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be no weird thing. Mm-hmm. But this situation just seemed like really um unfortunate because it's like it's supposed to be like your friends.
2: See, birthday dinners be going left real quick, real quick. Um, I agree with you. I think whether it's a birthday, whether it's just you and your friends going out to brunch on a Sunday, communication, figure out. Wh- I think, too, you have to know your friends. There are certain friends I go out to eat with, and I'm like, oh, we go spend a lot today. Uh-huh. Be getting bottomless, whatever. Okay. It's going to be drinks. And we're going to like um, order off the menu. It's going to be a whole thing. And we're gonna probably going to split the bill like evenly amongst each other, because we're all going like to just indulge. Versus other friends, you're like, oh, this is my uh, cheap friend. I'm going to eat with my cheap friend. We both going to be cheap today. We ain't spending more than $50. Okay. That, that's the, that's the max. Uh, so I think you guys kind of know that going in into your point earlier, have a discussion up front. If we're all coming together for your birthday, let's be like, okay, y'all our, at the end of the night, we're going to pay for Amanda. So it's up, up front. But I do think there is something to be said about not discussing it. And at the end, like, okay, this is what we're doing. Cause like, well, we ain't really talked about it. So now everybody, everybody's off guard, whether they have it or they don't have it. Cause you know, everyone's financial situation. As a matter of fact, y'all, stay at home. Stay at home.
1: Stay at I mean, because honestly, stay I think there's a maturity level thing, too, because I know that as I got older, like this became something that was just like very um, understood, mm-hmm. like amongst amongst like the people I go out with. Whereas, but I think that's also because everyone got more financially stable. Mm-hmm. When I was younger and we was in New York, it was kind of like, all right, whoever got money right now is going to look out. Like sometimes, I, you know, because. People don't understand, I was broke. I was broke for a long time. So there'd be times where like, okay, I just booked something. So I got a little money, right? you know, but then there'd be times where it's like, I ain't had, it's been a stretch. It's been a stretch. But I think the other thing too, I remember one time when I went to Q-Tip's birthday and it was like a room with like Angie Martinez and Beyonce and Jay-Z and like the who's who and and then your girl. and at the end of the meal they passed around the phone and I've told this story so many times because the phone said to everybody gonna pay 250 dollars. and for them that is nothing right, right. for me at the time it was like oh y'all trying to get me homeless <laughs> y'all trying to get me homeless okay all right and uh Grace uh, Ushers ex-wife Grace was sitting next to me and she like I'd never met her before but she she saw the panic <laughs> Maybe she's on my hand shaking Holding the phone <laughs> But she said I got you
2: That's when you go to the bathroom like, let, me call, let me call my banker real quick <laughs>
1: um, Can we move some stuff around
2: Mama they've got the bill out right now Can you just cash at me cash at So me.
1: that was a scary time That was a scary time But you know I think Ultimately again Communication always ends mm. up Getting us into the best situation Communication will clear up Your situation
2: I'm with you and if you ain't got it,
1: it's okay to stay at home sometimes. You know, we ain't always got it. We ain't always we do got not it. always got it. And I am—I was the queen of like, why am I out? <laughs> I, shouldn't I, be here. I shouldn't be out. I, I really have to be home because I haven't earned being out yet. Well, what do you all think? One eight five five Amanda H. How do y'all split the bill? One eight five five two six two six three two eight. Did it change as you got older? Do you have a hard line about it? Like, I know something. Okay, here's something. Like when me and Devon travel, mm-hmm. I don't pay for his drinks
2: cuz you don't drink
1: cuz i don't drink got it. okay so it's just like you know like even if we're like eating together mm-hmm. like okay no if we're by the pool mm-hmm. you know cuz when you're when you're traveling like you'll just be by the pool all day Hanging long out. you know what i'm saying and like i'm the kind of person where i will get like one sparkling water <laughs> and he'll get drinks all day because we're by a pool right you the know what i'm saying they're expensive. Yeah, and so, is. you know, we have that deal between each other. Like, he'll pay for the drinks because I'm only getting <laughs> water. Sparkling <That's> and water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, y'all know what it is. the Amanda Seal show. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, here, and I am joined by Jeremiah like the Bible. And it's time for a 60-second headline. <laughs>
2: All right, Amanda, over 100 million people are currently under heat alerts across the southern parts of the country.
1: Yes, because there has been a whole climate change thing that has been happening. The scientists said this was going to happen. Now we all going to burst into flames.
2: Also, President Joe Biden is up. Joe Biden is updating the 10 questions on the U.S. citizens test.
1: Apparently, applicants must answer six out of 10 questions correctly to pass. And I can promise you that all these folks out here talking about the immigrants are going to take their jobs cannot answer at least two of them.
2: One of those probably is former President Donald Trump, whose classified documents trial is set for May 2024.
1: Apparently, though, that it could apparently, though, it could be moved up before that. And let's not forget your girl Fannie Willis down in Georgia is just itching (laughs) to drop that indictment for his involvement in trying to overturn his election in Georgia. All right. Next, we have Magic Johnson, who officially joined the NFL
2: commanders as co-owner. The
1: deal's worth six point five billion dollars. Nice. I don't know about that kind of money. I can't even fathom it.
2: Well, from one billionaire to the, to the next. Elon Musk, it says, Twitter is changing its brand and eliminating all the birds. Get the
1: birds out of here. It's a wrap. Like Twitter, <laughs> you know, it's over. I don't, because now without, it's not even going to be Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something else. He's got some logo. He's debuting with an X. Chop. Miss me.
2: Well, you are deleted Joe Twitter, sir. So. Or deactivated.
1: Deactivated. In the words of <laughs> Boston's own new edition. Count me out Alright, those are your 60 second headlines, y'all Coming up next, the Big Up Let Down That Big Up is going to a school that's doing great things And, uh, well, not surprisingly, Republicans in Tennessee have let me down yet again All that and more coming up on the Amanda Seal Show The Amanda Seal Show We up, we up, we up
2: my, like, the Bible.
1: And this is, uh... The beginning of Leo season. It's happening.
2: Oh, it's a shift. We've shifted.
1: Yeah, it's not the same. Um <laughs> it's, it's not the same. But, anyways, happy birthday to Kadeem Hardison. Okay. Dwayne Wayne, mm-hmm. Also, uh, Barry Bonds, Rick Fox, and J-Lo.
2: J Lo is definitely Leo giving Leo energy. Yes. Like just very I'm, I'm here. here. I'm here. Don't you see
1: me? Don't you see me? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, you know what's not there anymore? My trampoline. Y'all, yeah, my mom gave away my trampoline. Didn't tell me she was doing it, just did it. And anybody who knows me knows that that is not cool, not okay. I know some of y'all are like, I mean, you two ought to be on trampoline anyway, but that's because y'all don't know me. The and there's that So that was my weekend uh, But it is time to talk about what's going on This show because there's a lot of stuff that happened over this weekend
2: Yes we gotta talk about country singer Jason Aldine's new song Try that in a small town We wanna know what that song really means He had one meaning, but I don't know I
1: was gonna say he tried it with a big internet mm-hmm. By talking about this is just about a hometown It's like no sir We are sleuths <laughs>
2: Also, New York has agreed to pay $13 million to protesters who were beaten and arrested in the 2020 BLM demonstrations. we could talk about that. Plus, it's time for your Big Up Let Down this hour as well.
1: we love to see the law being used against the law. We're going to get into the Big Up Let Down as well. You're right. I also would love for you all to give me a call to share your things you learned this week. Everybody knows that on Friday I talk about things I've learned over the course of the week, and I'm always really impressed by the stuff that you guys share with us as well, because I feel like we're all trying our best, well, we should all be Be trying our best to be out here. Remain curious. Curiosity is not what. Actually, there's a phrase. Curiosity killed the cat is actually like only half the phrase.
2: It's a lot of half phrases. Yeah,
1: there's another part of it. It's like curiosity killed the cat, but something something brought it back i can't remember but i will say this curiosity is actually what we need and so hit me up if you learned anything this week that you want to share with me because we got to spread the wealth 1-855-amanda-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 remember if you miss any of the show you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast and you can check out my other podcast small doses this week we got side effects of willful ignorance willful ignorance we got a lot of that floating around so make sure you check that out we'll be right back uh ignorant free here at the amanda seals show it's time to listen laugh and learn Amanda Seals show I'm Amanda Seals I'm
2: Jeremiah like the Bible
1: and before we get into black Red news I was trying to remember the, the actual full phrase of curiosity killed the cat mm. and it's actually Jeremiah looked it up it's curiosity killed the cat
2: but satisfaction brought it back
1: so you see people we people just be doing confirmation bias uh-huh. they'll just tell you the half you know it's like jack of all trades
2: yeah that's like a full one too
1: yeah jack of all trades is just a half one is, is a half of it and then it's like, no, there's actually a full quote. Jack of all trades, master of none is supposed to be where pe- is, is where people really ended it. But uh, the actual full quote is a jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one.
2: See, look at that. Got him. Mm-hmm.
1: Got him. You know what else we got? Blacker News stories. What's up?
2: We got to talk about New York because they agreed to pay $13 million or nearly 10 k each to protesters who were beaten or arrested during the 2020 um, BLM demonstrations that happened over the police killing of George Floyd in Minnesota. The proposed class action suit Um, which still needs to be approved by a judge, would be one of the most expensive payouts awarded in connection to mass arrest lawsuit in the history, according to um, experts. The agreement filed in Manhattan federal courts last week would award, like I said, 1,300 plaintiffs who were arrested or subjected to force by police. About 10K each. The lawsuit argued that thousands of New Yorkers who exercised their constitutional rights were corralled into places that they could not escape during the widespread demonstrations. It's
1: called kettling. And it's a real thing. And, you know, the reality is that this is important because there really is this energy that the cops can just do whatever they want. And they can mm. get away with whatever they want. And during these protests, by the way, protesting is protected in our First Amendment rights.
2: Yes. You have the right to assemble, petition, free speech. You have a lot of, a lot of rights out here. <laughs>
1: a lot of rights that they are violating on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And every time that these protests go from peaceful to violent, it is nine times out of ten... Uh, facilitated uh, by the police. Mm -hmm. They're the Mm -hmm. ones who are the catalyst for this. As somebody who used to protest uh, in New York whenever there was going down, I remember that there's a culture around protesting that was also really great to be a part of because there was was always people who were very conscious of like, who is a plant? Mm -hmm. Who is in here that actually is trying to incite violence because they're actually... A police person that is trying to entrap us and it would be like there's some holes in this house when you see them point them out because whenever that person was identified i can't even remember what the chant was but people would be like basically like that's the one that's the rat <laughs> right? and then that person would just like disappear
2: into thin air, just vanished
1: Well, they probably tried to go somewhere else and, and <laughs> wreak havoc. And remember we saw that story about the woman in Colorado who had infiltrated the Denver Oh yeah. Uh, the Denver BLM protest mm-hmm. and was trying to tell everybody, like, yeah, y'all should get some guns. That's mm-hmm. what y'all should do. Y'all should. and they were like, We just trying to be out here and with our bodies.
2: Well, you there was also like during like 2020, I think it, I can't remember if it was in LA or what city it was in, but people would see like pallets of bricks just laid yes, out just, on the street all just of a sudden. Hanging out. It's like, why are these bricks just conveniently here all of a sudden as we're protesting?
1: New York as well. Well, and I just feel like we have to always stay vigilant. Um, And this is great because this means that there are folks that are uh, actually let me gather my thoughts. What this also is great is because it demonstrates just the different ways people can be a part Mm -hmm. of change, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you weren't in the streets, but you're with the ACLU Mm -hmm. or you're with the New York Justice League. Mm -hmm. And so you were actually helping the people that were in the streets by either getting them, helping them post bail, by helping them get their legal papers together, by putting together this class action lawsuit. Like these things don't just happen naturally. They happen because folks have committed themselves to saying, we are going to get you what you deserve Mm -hmm. and not letting up. I mean, it's 2023. It's been three years. Right.
2: And like see so we talk talk about this a lot. We all have spaces to occupy. Some people's skills is in the courtroom, writing that, that legal on paper and getting class action lawsuits um put together. So people are, are on the front lines. Um even I think people don't even realize like even the art of uh a protest and people kind of like leading the charge and yeah. on the ground. Like yeah. that's that's a skill set to be able to get people outside to do so. those things. Um some people out there hand out water. You the water person. You
1: the water person.
2: And we need water people too. All the above. There's a place for everybody in the movement towards um, freedom.
1: There's that. All right. We're going to get back and talk about movements towards freedom. Uh, Jason Aldean wants movements towards small towns. (laughs) By the way, small towns, not so free. No. Uh, We're going to talk about it. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all.
4: Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy, Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals.
2: I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible.
1: All right. Next Black Year News story.
2: So we have to talk about country music artist Jason Aldean. Yeah. He has a new song called Try That in a Small Town. Yeah. And people, they weren't feeling it. They weren't feeling it. So the song was featured on the country music television. But last week, activists called for boycotts of the network, which promoted CMT to yank the video from its airways because of the controversy, but now the controversy has caused the song to be at the top of the music charts, Amanda. So people didn't like the video because of the imagery. And some of the images include um, images of violent BLM protests from across the countries. There's a portion in the lyrics of the song that says, Cuts the cop out, spit in his face, stomp a flag, light it up, and you think you're tough? Try that in a small town. See how far you'll get now. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That like.
1: Cause y'all, cause like what fantasy world are y'all living in? I mean, and then he was like on stage somewhere talking about, <laughs> you know, we just got to get back to how things were before all this BS started happening to us. Mm-hmm. What BS mm-hmm. and who is us? Yeah. Y'all are the ones always like if, if, if us is white people, mm-hmm. I think we have a very, very, very strong argument <laughs> that y'all be starting it. Most of the time. Right.
2: Yes, yes. And I also just add, though, before I broke out into a full chuckle, um, the video also features Jason's performing outside of Mari County um, Courthouse in and Columbia, what kind Tennessee. Of, and
1: what is that courthouse known for? It
2: was the site of the 1946 Columbia race riot. And yep. the uprising led to near lynching of the first black Supreme Court justice, Thurgood Marshall. Just so in case we were... Clear about, you know, the video and just kind of what we're going for here.
1: Well, it also got revealed that like there's like newspaper like clippings in the video. And because mm-hmm. the internets are full of super sleuths, right. they zoomed in on the they zoomed in on the newspaper clipping, and the newspaper clipping was from a newspaper called The Pedal Post. Mm-hmm. And the Pedal Post was owned by a man who was using his newspaper to do um, political cartoons that were mocking white supremacy mm-hmm. and that were actually radical against white supremacy. This is a white person. And that person's um, the, so the clipping is a it's from the newspaper where someone wrote in and asked him what happened after you did that because obviously in a small town that's not something you would be able to like get away with and Mm -hmm. he went on to say how people burned his house, people Mm -hmm. like attacked him, people harassed him, etc, etc. So like even in the minutia they made a point of using racially charged concepts Uh in the newspaper clipping in the graphics of the video to demonstrate, see what happened when he tried to stand up for white supremacy, against white supremacy in Uh a small town. Again supporting the fact that Jason Aldean, this is not a benign song. Mm-hmm. This is not about just living in small, like s- small populated areas. Also, he's from Macon, Georgia, which has two hundred thousand people.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can still consider that it, it's not it's a small not, town. That's not a small. That's the yeah, point I'm making. Right? It's not. It's, sm- it's not a, a small, small town.
1: Grenada has one hundred and ten thousand people, and it's a country.
2: So the song is not for Grenada, though. <laughs> just so we're clear. Just so we're
1: clear. <laughs> So I just, but again, I mean, these people are going to do what they want to do, right? Mm-hmm. The, the 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 Trump of it all, he opened the door for the racists to really come out and sing their songs. But I want to make it clear, when he's talking about small towns, what he really means is sundown towns.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And sundown towns are towns where basically it was like after dark, black people shouldn't be there because you're only allowed to be here to work. Mm-hmm. After that, you better get out of here or else we're going to kick you. Mm-hmm. We're going to kill you. We're going to do something to you. And there are still sundown towns all over the nation. You know where the largest populated state of sundown towns is?
2: Texas, California.
1: Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Who will it? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Is that what's keeping Wisconsin on afloat? The sundown towns? <laughs> Who the Heck knows. knows, but I say all of that to say, Jason Dean, uh, Jason Aldean, go F yourself. I mean, I, listen, these people are having their time right now, they're really living their best racist lives. And uh, I hope that we just make sure that we don't let this keep going. And that we,
2: I mean, it's country music, so I don't know <laughs> if, 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 that, if that'll if uh, if that'll change over there in that in that neck of the woods.
1: In that small town.
2: <laughs> In that small town. You know, they they real. They I don't even like
1: neck of the woods. <laughs>
2: that was a, a purpose, a purpose, purposeful choice
1: of words. Touche. <laughs> well, what do y'all think? 1855 Amanda H. That's 1-855-262-6328. How out of hand are things getting? All the way. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seale Show. Big
2: Up, Big Up Letdown. Big Up, Big Up Letdown. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Hey, guys, I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for your Big Up Let Down.
1: Yes, indeedy. It is time for the Big Up, Up Let Down. Today's Big Up, Up goes to the 1619 Freedom School in Iowa. It's an after-school literacy-based program that helps children who are behind in their reading skills to help boost their reading scores. And, you know, this story came to light for me because Nicole Hannah-Jones said, you know, we're doing so much talking about all the efforts that are being done to suppress education, mm-hmm. to be dismissive, I mean, to be discriminatory and oppressive in education. We also need to highlight the folks who are really actively working to challenge these systems, right? And so the 1619 Freedom School in Iowa is doing that. They offer programs for certified teachers. i sorry, they offer programs and certified teachers to help boost reading and comprehension scores and let me tell you, I'm on his internet every day. We've got to boost the comprehension <laughs> scores because the comprehension's lacking out here. Okay, slow, slow. All of the books they use are about famous African Americans, and in 1920 and in 2021, Iowa banned the teaching of systemic racism. So it is these types of spaces that are imperative to continuing to the to share and inform about what is actually happening in this country mm-hmm. and how we can combat it. Okay. Uh, this program, the 1619 Freedom Project, Black History, can be taught in this program because it is private and they are doing the work. So if you're in Iowa and you want to get your kids or, or you yourself want to, you know, get into a space where you are continuously learning about that which is being withheld from you, you know what to do. That is today's Big Up, big Up. Today's letdown goes to two Republican lawmakers from Tennessee State. Uh, State Representative Paul Sherrill of Sparta and State Senator Frank Nicely of Strawberry Plains, they sponsored a bill to rename a portion of Representative John Good Trouble Lewis Way in downtown Nashville over after Donald Trump. Now, this is the thing. That was never going to go through, I don't really think. Mm-hmm. But it's just a waste of time. That's what would be bothering me, is that these people be in here drafting bills. It's not easy to draft a bill. Right. It actually takes a lot of work and administrative effort. But they use that. They use that time and administrative effort to do this. The Metro Council in 2020 renamed the street, once known as Fifth Avenue, after civil rights activist John Lewis. And these two introduced the bill to rename portions of the street President Donald Trump Boulevard. Miss me, please. Today's letdown also goes we have a bonus letdown.
0: Letdown.
1: Goes to my mother for giving away my oh. trampoline.
2: Now, how do mama get in it?
1: My mother gets let <laughs> down for giving away my trampoline without having a conversation with me first. Uh, it is my joy space, it is my happy space, and I am still very angry about it. All right. We love when you call us 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 262 6328. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? Happy Monday. It's The Amanda
2: Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals Thank y'all for listening If you missed anything You could always check out Our daily podcast It's available wherever You get your podcasts Plus we love taking y'all calls On any of our topics Or if you want to say What's up Call us Tell us what you uh, think About the show Call yeah. us at one 855 8 That's yeah. 1-855-262-6328 Kim and Philly Has something to say About the word of the day Hey Kim Hey
1: Amanda Hey, Jeremiah, like the Bible. What up, Supreme? I just love you guys uh, so much. Love listening to the show. I'm specifically enjoying right now the uh, Run That Word Back. I'm I, I calling it, it Run That Word Back Friday. I love learning uh, the word of the day and then really retaining that and remembering it on our Friday. So love that. Keep it up. You guys are the best. Keep you laughing. Have a good day. Bye. Oh my God. I love her for that. She's caught on to the fact that we don't never have a name for this daggone.
2: She said one (laughs) name
1: back. That's what I'm calling it. I love you for that. So much. So much. So much. And I love that she said it was like ours. Like we're like a collective. I mean, we're here on the show
2: doing it, but like it's for everybody.
1: It's for everybody. Like we're all
2: experiencing this together.
1: I love that, y'all. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Y'all are becoming a part of the Amanda Seal Show family. It's mm-hmm. happening. When um, when Oprah had her Weight Watchers like program, mm-hmm. when, on her commercial, she was she saw was saying on the commercial, "We're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it." And that's what we're doing.
2: Shout out to Oprah and Weight Watchers. Shout out to Oprah and, and that bread that she was eating. Yes,
1: we're doing it. <laughs> you can join the conversation and be doing it too, y'all. One eight five 8. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Up next, we got more. Up next, we got more Black Current news. I don't know if you've heard about the No Labels party, mm-hmm. but I want to put y'all on to what that's all about before they Give you the whole uh, okey doke Jedi mind trick and get you twisted. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal show so I can keep you up on the up and up. You know how I come out. You know the motto. We up, we up, we up. All right. It's listening, laughing, and learning. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. I'm
2: Jeremiah, like the Bible. Uh,
1: Thanks for listening. Happy Monday. Um, Happy Monday. I keep forgetting that I'm on strike, and so I can't talk about things that I've seen, so I was about to talk about something that I saw, and I just I, I refused. I you will not. strike, right,
2: girl. You can't promote these studios.
1: I will not be promoting these studios. I did uh, go on the picket line last week with my homeboy, Leonard Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played Torian mm-hmm. on Insecure, so we hit the picket line. It was hot, boy. But you know what was really dope? It's like every, like all different levels of, of folks are out there in terms mm-hmm. of actors and writers, and they really have this right thing down pack, like <laughs> They passing out popsicles. They got a man with a mist who's like, anyone need mist? Anyone want mist? Mist, mist. We were both like, yeah, we're going to (laughs) pass on that because it just feels odd. Um, But, you know, they're they're very organized and people are very enthusiastic out there. And they have to be. They have to be because we don't know how long this is going to last. And it has to last. Mm -hmm. Um, The whole point of being out there on the picket line is to keep the visibility of the strike up because I was like, what what how was the picket line like actually originated? And the thing is the picket line used to be where you were picketing in front of the business. Right. So that the people that they're trying to like hire to keep the business going, Uh like they have a hard time getting in. Right. And that's when you're like, you scabbing, you're scabbing. Dang. I mean, also consumers, too. They're like, what's going on
2: over here? Why? why? Absolutely. So because we talked about this, I think, group chat Thursday. When we're talking about just protesting things. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you at like my last job, our union leaders told us like to go on social media. Yeah. For that same reason. We're like now we disseminate information across the Internet. Mm-hmm. So when people are going to work with your business, they're like, what's going on? Why are your people <laughs> on social media saying, <laughs> saying you trash? We want to know. We want to know. Before we go on know. business with you. Um, but I'm happy that, you know, the writers are out and the um, actors are out getting their money because. One of these movies just had like uh, the Barbie movie. It surpassed Surpasses uh, it's um, budget. De- oh, and like earnings in the first week alone, first weekend. So you know they let it be like we making no money, huh?
1: We poor. I also learned that basically the math was done, and these executives would have to give up two percent of their current uh, salaries and earnings to meet the requests of the SAG and WGA really? unions. Two percent, two.
2: But well, there's this thing where people talk about, people don't really understand how much just $1 billion is. People think a million and a billion is like one step up. And if you do like these like equations, they're like how many, it's like someone did, how, how many times can I like pay my rent with 100, with $1 billion? And it was like seven, 78,000 uh, months or something like that. And it's like, people don't really understand like the astronomical difference between just $1 billion and even a million dollars. And how much you really like spend with that that much money. sir.
1: It is beyond, okay?
2: I don't even realize. So you have uh studios making ten billion dollars, well, what we just said, uh Magic Johnson um, with the NFL team is making like, I think, ten billion dollars right. with a deal. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Billions.
1: Billions. Six billion dollars. Ooh. Well, we 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 got we don't got six billion dollars, but we do we got some
2: really valuable stories. We do. We're gonna talk about this new no labels labels party. It's like an independent party, kind of, sort of, maybe not. we go going to talk about it and how it's going to affect the upcoming presidential election. Plus, just hilarious. It's all over social media this past weekend. And we'll tell you why. Well, you probably know why. Running that mouth. And now we're going to run our mouths and tell you all <laughs> about it. Plus, we got to talk about small doses, side effects of willful ignorance. <laughs> that's crazy that that's this week's topic. Um, so we're going to get into that this hour. So stay locked in.
1: All right. Stay locked in right here. The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And uh, it's time to listen, laugh and learn. Blagger Blackgery New Pop Pop Culture Black Renew Sports Blagger Blackger New Justice Welcome back to the Manda Seals show. I'm Manda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible time for some black Rit news it we is. got it we got to school folks on this real quick we do so
2: man there's a new no labels party that's coming out um and we're not talking about a, like a day party but a political party <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
2: because that does sound like a, a day party somewhere no labels um <laughs> it's true but they're coming out as an independent party that's trying to create a third party for the upcoming election but that's not a good thing and we have someone to explain to you why take a
1: listen No Labels, a third-party political group that claims they're independent, could actually end up swinging the 2024 election from Joe Biden to former President Donald Trump. They released this map, which is incredibly stupid, but is also quite scary. They're not going to be that successful, but their own polling shows that if they do run a candidate, they're going to end up taking more votes away from President Biden and siphoning fewer away from former President Donald Trump. So who is this organization? Well, they're backed by GOP megadonors. You may recognize the name Harlan Crow, someone who is in headlines
2: recently for being entangled with Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. They also don't have any real policy
1: positions. On abortion, they're silent. On voting rights, they don't have any real proposals. On national security, they say that a world led by America is better than a world led by China or Russia. Truly amazing policy positions. But the reality is this group could end up spoiling the 2024 election.
2: There you have it, Amanda. No labels. Broken down to you in 30 seconds (laughs) by a white man on the internet.
1: I just feel like people love to hear things from white men on the (laughs) internet so that they can really trust that it's really what happens. Mm -hmm. But this Mm -hmm. is the thing they're going to try with this no label thing. Like he said to like, Dissuade people by making them feel like you're getting another option. Mm-hmm. Okay. They know that a lot of people are very disenchanted with this bipartisan Republican Democrat setup. Mm-hmm. And so this no label thing is like, ooh, look at this shiny, fancy new situation. But it's still being funded by Republicans. It's being funded by people who want to see this fascist, this hypocritical, this white, uh, Christ- white nationalist, white supremacist, um, administration in place mm-hmm. so what they're going to try and do is trick you and s- put this shiny new thing in front of you and say yeah go vote for this but let me tell you these no labels people that they're sh- trotting out they don't got no policies mm-hmm. they don't they literally their only thing they're standing on is that they're not democratic or republican and they're also not independent or green party so All like right. what are you
2: for some people that's enough though They's like it's something different it's not it's not red it's not blue it's purple <laughs> let's, let's do that um do you think in this society, in our country, that a third party will ever be able to, I guess, rise to supreme and um, take over the administration?
1: It's really just going to come from a matter of money. It's just going to take somebody who has the right amount of money. I mean, my, Magic Johnson just got six billion dollars.
2: I'm not just going to say Magic Johnson. <laughs>
1: I did say Magic Johnson. no, I thought was like, he
2: like, he uh, like say he's going run for president. That's why I was he like. He could. He has the money. But should he, though, is the question.
1: I'm just saying like at the end of the day, um, this is a corporation yeah, and he's been very successful in business. So actually I, I don't think that Magic Johnson would be a bad idea because Magic Johnson has also been very conscious about doing business in black communities, mm-hmm. in uplifting black communities f- economically, fiscally. So I mean. You just saw it. You wrote the, you wrote the uh, platform. <laughs> there we go. So Magic, if you want to create your <laughs> own political party, the Magic Party, because that's what you would call it. The Magic Johnson White House. That's what, that's what they go going to call it. He would absolutely call it the Black House. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have Cookie right there in the kitten heel. Okay, Cookie. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. Have you heard about the No Labels Party? Did you hear about this thing? What do you think about it? 1877. I mean sorry, 1855 Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. When we get back, we'll talk about Jess Hilarious and uh her recent homophobic, transphobic statements. So keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals.
2: I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Let's
1: get into our next Black Year News story.
2: All right, Amanda. So the internet was set on fire this weekend. A blaze. And it was set on blaze by Jess Hilarious, who was commenting on a trans woman's video saying that cis women don't own womanhood or periods. And we actually have a clip of the online encounter or banter. What I mean when the transphobia just comes out, the audacity and just the, the, the arrogance for cis women to believe that they own periods, that they own womanhood. You don't. Okay. You don't own periods. You don't own womanhood. You experience both and both are different for every person, but as a cis woman, it doesn't belong to you. So you can't gatekeep it like,
1: hello. Who the f is gonna stand up for us?
0: <laughs> who the f stands up for us? And us, I mean women, real women, biological women, women who were born with all the parts that you guys wish that you were. Um, when does the delusion stop? What is the difference between
1: um you and someone who has been um diagnosed to be mentally insane? What's the, the only difference? Got it. Let's cut it. So that was when your girl had reached a point where things went all the way, all the way left. Now in now let me just say both to me, both of these folks are just talking in ways that are not elevating the conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay? First of all, the trans person who's speaking, I understand what they were trying to say. Mm. Okay? When they're like, you know, we're gatekeeping periods and you're gatekeeping womanhood, what they're trying to say is that, well, one, sis, by the way, is a prefix that has been used in science. Uh-huh. For decades, decades,
2: CIS CIS.
1: CIS and trans have both been used in science for decades to describe people, to describe cells, to describe all different types of things. CIS Mm -hmm. meaning the same, trans meaning uh, transferal transferring right changing um so this is not i need to just again i need to drive this point home these are not new terms mm. people are very offended that they're being referred to as cisgendered women mm. when ultimately it is literally just a descriptor the same way that like being a heterosexual person and a homosexual person or mm. it's a descriptor asexual, asexual. So these are these are descriptors right mm. and and at the end of the day descriptors are very helpful in just identifying to me differences, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it has to defy it doesn't mean it has to identify, um, ways to ostracize mm-hmm. because the differences are important because that's also how we end up, uh, meeting people at their needs mm-hmm. and, uh, their rights, et cetera. That being said, cisgendered means your sex organs and your chosen gender, gender that you live in. Um, are the same. When I say chosen, I simply just mean you cannot change the actual organs that you were born with. Mm -hmm. However, within a binary society that acts like there's only two types of people, men and women, you can say, I don't want to live the way that society is telling me I have to live based on my sex organs. I want to live based on what my my actual soul and spirit feels like Mm -hmm. and that is not necessarily connected to my sex organs in the way that the society has deemed it. Mm -hmm. Am I making sense? Yes. So, when this person is saying you, you, you don't own periods, they're just saying that like, if a trans man is a trans man, they can still have a period because they have female sex organs, but their gender is a man. Mm -hmm. Now, the overarching problem with all of this is that there are people who simply feel like this is a sign of, of delusion, as this young lady, Jess Hilarious, says. And, you know, this means you're insane, et cetera. And I just feel like it means you're uninformed when you say things like this. Trans people are nothing new. Right. Like, you know what's new? Fairly. Christian patriarchal concepts around gender. And the reality is that when most of us who are holding up these thought processes are doing so, we don't realize that we're actually holding up the thought processes and ideals of the oppressor that pushed us down.
2: Right white supremacy
1: yes because there were trans people all through Africa in different um, tribes etc you see it in the in the teachings we see it in Asia we see it in well India as in Asia etc mm-hmm. like this, none of this is new none of this is new and i think that what's new is just the idea that you need to make space for other people and so folks feel like they're getting pushed out because space is being made but it sounds very eerily like when white people feel they're getting pushed out in order for black people or brown or anybody else to get access right if you sound like a white supremacist when you are defending your womanhood you are not a womanist
2: Which is different from a feminist.
1: Correct. Mm. If you think that that's something to defend, if you feel like defending your womanhood requires you to demean others and their womanhood, then you're not defending womanhood. Mm. You're actually upholding patriarchy. And that's whack. Especially when you come out the gate with a transphobia in the first five seconds. First five seconds, out the gate, kicking the in, door. We need to
2: build up. Kicking the like- door.
1: This is a much bigger conversation, <laughs> but the whole point of it was just, I just wanted to, to really impart to you all that so many of, of of the egregious like anger I see around this is based in this feeling like trans people are trying to steal women's womanhood. And that's nonsense. What is reality is the expansion of what womanhood means. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful to me. This person over here who was born with male sex organs, but sees themselves within the construct of womanhood does not in any way diminish my womanhood. Right. Unless they are attempting to say that my womanhood doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And in that case, that's a problem. Right. Right. But when one person is saying that you cannot charge an entire community with that thought process. So when she started with, Oh, when are we going to stand up? This is one person talking (laughs) This is one person talking. You just had a whole conversation with Laverne Cox. That was a beautiful conversation. And then you were trying to come for T.S. Madison. You know we don't play about Maddie over here. People like the Amanda Seal Show. I know this is a much bigger conversation, and I don't want to take calls because y'all gonna be ignorant. Ooh. we'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals.
2: I'm Jeremiah, I like the
1: Bible. Um, Actually, you know what? We were just talking about Jess Hilarious mm-hmm. and the situation that took place this weekend where she was, you know, responding to a trans person's comments. Both of them, both the trans person's comments and her comments were very, just not in alignment with a, an air of respectability okay. for each other.
2: Or intellectualism. or
1: There's that. Neither.
2: <laughs> <me> neither. <laughs> um,
1: I understood the points that both are making, but neither of them were making them in a space of love.
2: At all. They At just, all.
1: Yeah. But then coincidentally, I talk about this on the latest episode of...
2: Small Doses. Yes. On your side effects of willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. Of title. Um, you actually talked about just even the relationship between trans women and cisgender women and how how cisgender women can help create space for conversations around trans people. Let's take a listen.
1: I think that there's a lot of folks who genuinely want to learn more about the trans world and the proper ways to interact with the language around trans people, with the politics around trans people, etc. But sometimes it just feels like there isn't a safe space to do that. And I was talking to a friend the other day, and she was saying her frustration is that you know it seems like cisgendered heterosexual women or just cisgendered women in general end up having to like be the ones to create those spaces. How come? Trans folks aren't creating those spaces. And so I had to tell her, I said, because when you are in the place of privilege, even if it's just a half step of privilege more than the other, it's on you to carry the burden of creating that space. Now that was something that she had previously been ignorant to. She wasn't speaking out of transphobia. She was speaking out of ignorance to really what the, um, I'm sure there's like a really fancy word for this, but I'm just going to say this, like the hierarchical dynamics of restorative justice are. (laughs) That girl went to college. Yeah, me. Now, I know that there's some words in there that triggered people because I know there's people who are like, how dare you say I have privilege? And I just need to remind y'all, anytime you are a part of a group that's considered like the majority of normalcy, I will say, Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure there's a much more like sound technical term for that. You are a possessor of a certain amount of privilege. Right. I, I think it's clear. I think it's important to say a certain amount. Right. Right. Because, of course, it's not equal. Mm-hmm. So I am an able-bodied person. Yes. I don't have any disabilities. You be doing backflips. So, well, not on my trampoline because my mother <laughs> gave it away. Um, but I possess a certain level of privilege right. by simply being able-bodied. Mm-hmm. Because the world is made for me. Right.
2: I think people think because they have disadvantages in one part of their life they're like i'll have no type of privilege but it's like we're, we're humans we have this yeah, but people,
1: people also don't understand intersectionality <laughs> right, like, right like i've just seen so many black women be like oh so you're trying to tell me that black women have privilege and it's like well yes in certain parts of your life you mm-hmm. do have privilege mm-hmm. you may lack privilege as a black woman but mm-hmm. you have a certain possession of privilege in the fact that you may be able-bodied mm-hmm. you have a certain level of privilege and if, if, if you have like if you if you are reproductively sound right right? socioeconomic socioeconomic privilege if you have access to education if you have if you're in a two parent household like Mm -hmm. there's so many levels right and so many people are not thinking on the multiple levels, and that's the problem, Jeremiah.
2: Because they've been in these books, so they ain't read the books, so their minds weren't able to. Y'all pour. are in the
1: basement, <laughs> and we're trying to get to the top of the mountain, y'all. It's so minimal to think, oh, just because I'm a black woman, I have no privilege. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. Then, okay, then if you're a light-skinned black woman, you have a certain level of privilege mm-hmm. right that way. You know, Like, it, and again, it's incremental in some times. Right. But it's still enough to say, I had someone tell me that trans people do not have, that. Tra- I had someone tell me trans people have more privilege than black people than black women. And I was like, I need you to please go get out of my face. Well,
2: somebody said the same thing about gay people. They were like, gay people have all these rights and straight people don't have anything. What? I'm like, what are y'all, be talking? y'all, what are
1: y'all even talking about?
2: That's when I closed the app. I'm like, okay.
1: The other part of this is this, people really be acting like there are no black people who are a member of the trans community. Mm -hmm. Like when they think gay, they think white people. Like they think like Freddie Mercury. And he's not even white, he's Indian. Like they just think like white, you know what I mean? Like in their mind, they think like a white man in like Mm. coochie cutters with a rainbow flag at (laughs) Uh Pride. Right.
2: It's like also your brother, your cousin, your neighbor. You. Yeah. There you go, right there.
1: I'm very passionate about this because ignorance just gets my goat. Mm -hmm. And that's why the episode is called willful ignorance, because I really do believe a lot of people are willfully retaining this ignorance instead of educating themselves, instead of expanding their minds and their Mm -hmm. hearts to understand that there are people in this world who deserve a space to simply be themselves. And it is at no forfeiture of your own space to be yourself.
2: Because people don't want to come to conversations with an openness we don't want, people don't want to feel like I don't know something so they can't come to a conversation like oh I don't know this can we learn can we? Can you teach me this thing Where am I missing even I think that's like the biggest thing with the whole like gesture hilarious situation you come even if you disagree about something you come to the conversation like with humility with humility and also not, no non-transphobic comments
1: Let's yeah just, just start there that Let's, wasn't a good look for sis and I usually if, if she says stuff that's like left I always hit her on the side but this case it was like nah was real left. nah you can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went off the road. Well, we're still here. Hit us up one eight five five Amanda eight. Check out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. What episode do we have coming out this week? Side effects of gossip. Oh, Jason Lee. All right, look out for that. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. Amanda Seals show. We up. We up. We up.
2: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible.
1: I'm Men Seals.
2: All right, Amanda, let's go to the phone lines 855 262 6328. That's 1855 Amanda 8. Last week we talked about black the black woman who was being detained in Dubai. And we asked the question Have you ever been to Dubai? Tracy on the line said <laughs> she has. Uh, so let's go to the phone. What's up?
0: Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah Like the Bible. So I went to um, Dubai back in 2017. When I went, I was told by my friend who lived in Abu Dhabi that I would be referred to as Michelle by some of the locals because I'm black, as in Michelle Obama. When we were at the vendor shops, men would come up to me and say, hey, Michelle, it made me real
1: uncomfortable because all they saw was a black woman and the only way they could express that was
0: by calling me a famous black woman. (laughs) Why not say hello or just mind your business? And of course I couldn't react to it or I get in trouble end up in jail or something. But anyways, thanks for listening. I love your show. Take care. Bye. That's funny. What?
2: Well, that's like when people are like, they go to travel and people are like, Beyonce or LeBron James. Like these random just black celebrities. And you like... I'm I'm like 12 shades darker than Beyonce. I'm not as tall as LeBron James. What are we talking about?
1: When Devon, uh, he had like went and like taught us, he like taught basketball in China for a little bit. And like they would take pictures with him every day.
2: Really? Interesting.
1: You hear my dog with the dog toy in the <laughs> background, y'all. We gon' we gon <laughs> we gonna keep y'all uh locked in because we still got a bit more show for you. Jordy, come here. Come here. Come here. You're embarrassing us on the radio. <laughs> uh, make sure you give us a call. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We are not going anywhere and we'd nope. love for y'all to share with us your things you learned this week. You know, every Friday I talk about my things I learned this week and I love to hear that from y'all. I also want y'all to call me up to talk about um, what you're going to be doing to try to combat all of this effort that they're making to to erase Black history, Mm -hmm. Black knowledge, Black people. You know, I I really hope that there are people out there listening to our show who are thinking about a plan who are even maybe just doing small things, small efforts at the the present or who are just trying to figure out um, how they can get into another space because I really feel like people don't know enough and I'm one of them. I'm still learning all the time about where we're where we've been where we are and where we're going in this country and i want to hear what work y'all are doing to do that especially if you have kids 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 we'll be right back to the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up. we are we are we, are. we- It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. So you know I gotta hit you with the word of the day. Okay, the word of the day is vagary.
2: Um like a vagrant. Um is that what it is? Like someone who what is a vagrant? Is a vagrant like a a person that's like um soliciting or something like that? So to solicit, I don't know. I'm really going through all of my <laughs> all of my words.
1: Vagary Uh, is a noun that refers to a change that is difficult to to predict or control. The vagaries of fashion make it difficult to predict what styles will be popular a year or two from now.
2: Okay, didn't know that.
1: The vagaries of female rappers make it (laughs) difficult to predict who's going to still be here a year from now.
2: We're going to see. We're
1: going to see. We're going to see. Now, remember that word, because at the end of the week, we're going to test you, Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. You and Supreme. Oh, yeah, me. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to play a little game at the end of the week. Every Friday, we do a little word game where we test Supreme, our engineer, and Jeremiah for their retention on these words. What do they win? Bragging rights. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming
2: up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things. They will hear from Representative Kim Daniels. Um, also, we have 60 second headlines and your big up let down.
1: Mm-hmm. All that's coming at you. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. Just search The Amanda Seals Show. Now, keep it locked because up next, we got positive things, as he said. And also reminder, you can check out my podcast, Small Doses, wherever you get your podcast. And this week it was side effects of willful ignorance. I talk about all different ways in which I feel like people are choosing to stay ignorant instead of actually like changing and that's not just about like politics and stuff that's like even with your partners and stuff you know what I'm saying like when is someone actually not able to change or when are they just choosing not to change willful ignorance we get into all of that so make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcast and you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV when we get back another idiot politician there seems to be a never ending supply listen laugh and learn it's the Amanda Seals show welcome back to the Amanda Seals show I am Amanda Seals I'm Jeremy I like the Bible and it is time for politicians say the darndest things can i just say something real quick go for it the consistency with which politicians say the darndest things is leading to me it's leading me to believe that like this has now become a professional space for idiots yeah you feel me Mm -hmm. it's almost as like this is now what attract this space literally attracts these kinds of people and they're able to get into it because it really doesn't require any level of intellectualism. It really just requires money.
2: Right. You just jump right on into the, into the game with a little chick. So today's politicians say the, say the darndest thing goes to 62-year-old Representative Kim Daniels. She was appointed to sit on the Florida's African American History Task Force. And we had to pull an old clip on her from 2008, Amanda.
1: Well, first of all, she's, again, she's this has not been mentioned but she's a black woman.
2: Oh yeah. She's that's the that's the kicker.
1: Yeah, this is a this is a black
2: woman. Yes, black woman. Um
1: And when you say she's a representative, she's a congressperson? No. I think she's a state representative. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, well you didn't say that. Um, I-, I just want to make sure that we all know who this lady is so you can find her.
2: <laughs> and she had this as y'all, check this out.
1: And you can talk about the holocaust, but the Jews own everything. I thank God for slavery. Mm, I thank God for the crack house If it wasn't for the crack house Come on somebody God wouldn't have never been able to use me How he can use me now And if it wasn't for slavery I might be somewhere in Africa Worshipping a tree Ma'am you were worshipping a pipe You was here Worshipping a pipe Now cut it out nice, Now you see out. But do you see who they are using Mmhmm this is somebody who was formerly under the influence of crack cocaine. You smoke crack, don't you? Clearly, it has affected her her synapse and her ability to think completely and properly and wholly. And now she feels accepted by these people because this is like, this is what cults do. Mm-hmm. This is what cults do. Cults find the weak-minded, the people who have been Discarded, the people who feel lost, the people who feel like they are not loved, and they and they show them, they fill their void, that makes them feel like okay, I'm here, and then it makes them beholden, and they will do whatever. Somebody told her to go say this, and she went out there, and now she owed oh, her head because that was 2008. Mm-hmm. Now it's 2023. It's been years. And she is still down with the get down. And now she is on that Florida task force making these decisions to say that children should not learn about anything after slavery. Making the decisions to say that children should not learn uh, that making the decision that children should learn that slavery benefited black people.
2: Well, she's like it benefited her. So (laughs) It's, it's tracking for her. That's crazy. She said... There was so much wrong wrong with that clip. I don't even know where to start with this. Um, But I don't think there's any, in any universe, on the planet in through the quantum physics of it all where slavery is beneficial. I don't
1: even want to talk about that because or, it's just a, it's a non... It, that's why you haven't heard me say anything on my Instagram. <laughs> like, because it's, it's, it's such a non-sequitur. It's a non-issue. It's just like, right. I, there, there's nothing for me to add that people haven't already said. Right. But when I see these people, when I see people like her, like Clarence Thomas, like Herschel Walker, like um, Winsome, whoever the hell, the, the Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, mm. there's also another Lieutenant Governor Coon in um, Virginia. I think I got those reversed. But... These are people that are just simply just tools used by the white supremacist Mm -hmm. machine. And they're they're disgraces. They are a disgrace to their people, to their ancestors, et cetera. But most importantly, Pookie here is on stage talking about she would have been in Africa worshiping a tree. What is wrong with that? Because right here, you're in America worshiping a white Jesus. Miss me with the BS. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Jeremiah, the the, the is warming out today. See me in the
2: SEALs show. I'm a SEALs. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Tell the people
1: what we talked about today. I'm worn out. I'm worn
2: out. Well, we talked about the education in Florida, how it's going downhill day by day as they're making more changes to what they can and cannot teach when it comes to African-American history in schools. We talked about New York agreeing to pay $13 million to each of the protesters that were beaten and arrested during the 2020 BLM demonstrations. We also talked about Jess Hilarious and why what she said was transphobic and uncalled for. Also talked about, on a happy note, Jamie Foxx, he came back. Back out. That was positive, yeah. You know, he showed face. talking about a 1619 school at the, in Iowa. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we talked a lot. We had we had a full show today
1: we did we did have a full show today and we're going to continue we're going to continue to have full shows because that's what we do so we'll have a full show tomorrow as well make sure you keep them calls and comments coming in 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's one 262 6328 you can follow us on social media at SEALS Set it now coming up on the Tuesday show we'll have your Blackbird news we continue to strike uh, should reality stars be included in the strike we're going to get into that also we're going to talk about how black we feel because you know we haven't done that in a while so we'll get into it we got the big upload down, some second headlines. You know, all the trappings of a dope show. Because that's what we do right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.